Welcome to Gain That Tune. Bust open that barrel and eat that rotisserie chicken. It's game that tune back in the house. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Oh yeah, guys. Man, I hope you're hungry because we've got a pretty fantastic episode coming up tonight. If, uh... This is your first time joining us here on Game That Tune. What we're about to do, we're going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun, eat a big meal. And uh, the winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next episode. And if you're wondering why I keep making all these food references, uh, I'll let my man John Regan explain that because he somehow won the episode last week. So, Johnny, what's the theme for tonight's uh, episode? So, last week, I won the episode way more legitimately than I win most episodes. And I know. It wasn't even like a the fix, man. You actually had the points. Yeah, I actually did it. And I'm as scared as you are. So, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my theme was games featuring food or games with food. Any, if there's food in the game, and it's pretty, it has it should be a little prominent. Then it fits this theme. Well, you didn't say anything about prominent, man. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, food and games, it's not always so prominent. It's uh, you know, it's hidden behind walls in inexplicable uh, bro- breaking blocks, inside barrels. Uh, where do you find the pizza in Ninja Turtles? Like under a fucking road cone or something? I think it's just on the ground. I think yeah, it's either like on pizza. the ground or behind the, an oil barrel that's on a bridge uh, for some reason. And the, the box is open so you can like see the pizza and then yeah. I'm sure bugs have crawled in it and stuff. But <laughs> the turtles like bugs, so it's all good. Well, I mean, because otherwise, how would you know if it's just a pizza box lying on the floor? Like anything could be in there. Yeah, it could just be like a big piece of dog do, but no, you need to know there's a pizza in there. Cowabunga! <laughs> um, all right, so I got a hypothetical for each of you guys. You're walking down St. George Street, St. Augustine, Florida. You come across you come across a pizza box just in the middle of the road. You open it up. It looks like it's a pretty fresh pizza. You don't see anything immediately wrong with it. Do you eat it? Where is the box from? I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. Like, are we talking like? Five star, or are we talking Pizzalis? Because that will affect my answer. Because I will eat Pizzalis even if there's a big bite taken out of it already. <laughs> Does the pizza give you the ability to spin in a circle and kill ninjas? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I will breaker. still eat it. No, I'll just go get my own pizza. I don't need to <laughs> eat street pizza in that case. <laughs> street pizza. Uh... Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so yeah, tonight's games with food. Uh, Johnny's quick on his feet theme that he came up with uh, last week. So I think we got a pretty good episode, man. I think, uh, you know, I don't know how many actual like food themed games there are. I was looking around, man. Like they seems like lot. as there's been like a rise in like indie games, you you get a lot of like cooking themed or like you know video game but the setting is uh, like a restaurant kind of thing going on so we'll see if any of that makes the cut tonight uh we got four great games we've got a great fan request and um 
Johnny, I think we just got to start on our uh, uh, our little uh, first course here. I, I guess it's not a moose bouche. It's uh, it's just the first course of tonight's show. So uh, what do we got? Game one. So an exclusive feature of the North American release of this game uh, is that the back cover of the instruction manual included a $1 coupon off of a uh, pizza. Got some answers. Alright. Jesse says, yo annoyed. John says, yo annoyed. David says, yo annoyed, and drew a picture of it. That is a hat trick. This is yo annoyed for the Nintendo Entertainment System, or uh, in Japan, it's known as Masked Ninja Hanameru. What? That is a far better name. Is that what they called Domino's? Like, is that the actual name of the mascot in Japan? <laughs> no, this is a Super Mario Brothers 2 kind of situation. They just took a game from Japan, reskinned it <laughs> to be Domino's, seemed to release it in the US. 
That's the shit. <laughs> uh, which is why the what Japan release time. does not get that dollar off coupon. Mm. Are there dominoes in Japan? No. Mm. I'm pretty sure if there are. Back, the, back in 1990, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like Pizza Hut is probably in Japan, because Pizza Hut is like the largest pizza chain, but is Domino's in... I'm going to look this up. Please do, David. He is the resident pizza expert. Uh, I expect a full report by th- uh, segments in. Um, man, what a fucking tie-in game. What a... Who would have thought... The, the Noid would become so popular that it would get its own game. Does anyone really remember this Noid? Like, I've, oh, I do. I've seen a few yeah, ads, and all I remember from those ads is like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, man, what, <laughs> a, what an annoying little creature that is. He, <laughs> like, he wants to crush your pizza. Yeah. I feel like I heard a story about this dude who his last name was Noid, and like, he, uh, tried to sue Domino's because he thought that the advertisement was, uh, avoid the Noid was about him. No way. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind Crazy. of funny, like, oh god, just imagine being like a dude trying to go out and get laid back in the 80s, and it's like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm John Noid. It's like, oh yeah? <laughs> I know better than the fuck you. <laughs> I'm, uh, hey ladies, avoid the Noid over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I might actually file suit in that case. <laughs> I would just um, bring, a, bring a pizza crusher with me and start crushing pizzas everywhere I go at that point. Yeah, that's... Oh, see, that's a much better response. Like, oh, man, I'm suing Domino's. No, embrace it, man. Wear a skin-tight rabbit suit and go around ruining pizzas. Like, huh. just, you know, lean into it, man. Um, the chat is telling yeah. us this, this story might actually be pretty dark. Apparently, the guy wound up assaulting somebody and may have held some people hostage... Like, oh Jesus! <laughs> like it got it got bad. It sounds like. Oh so I, no! There's a link to it on the Noid Wikipedia page. He killed himself. Oh my oh, God! Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, like, how about we avoid <laughs> that story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get away from the subject, let's bring up the fact that there is a Noid Wikipedia page. Yeah. Now that's food for thought. There's a Wikipedia page for oh, the man. Noid. Ooh, thank um, you, Jesse. <laughs> to, to quickly transition away from this, uh, through use of a, a fast Google search, apparently pizza is not a popular meal in Japan, but of yeah. the um, uh, of the American chains in Japan, they're, the two most prominent are Pizza Hut and Domino's, so the Noid okay. has a presence in Japan. Fair enough. The Wikipedia explanation of, you know, what the Noid is, is they became a physical manifestation of all the challenges inherent to getting a pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less, and though persistent, their efforts were repeatedly thwarted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, did Domino's, did Domino's have a 30 minutes or less guarantee? I think oh, yeah. so. I think so. Oh, that wow. was like their main selling point. Real? Wow. And, the, and they, they, uh, one of their selling points was uh, not having crushed pizza, apparently, because they had this whole fucking Noid thing going on. Anyway, yeah, so this game, who the fuck wants to play as the Noid? Like, it's just such a weird thing. Like, you'd think it would be, like, I don't know who you'd play as if you were, like, fighting waves and waves of Noids. Like, you know, because... <laughs> It's like, like a uh, Dynasty Warriors game now, where you're a pizza dude. Yeah, oh, that'd be pretty uh, good. Yes. <laughs> no, this Domino's game. Warriors. This game you're is just, one of those like bullshit. You're trying to leave a Domino's and waves and waves of noids are coming at you. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dynasty like, Warriors, but noid. it's pizza. It's like you created a game specifically for <laughs> me. David V. 
horny. Um, just trying to deliver your pizza. Fighting <laughs> off hordes and hordes of never-ending noids. Some of them crush the pizza, some of them make it cold, some of them get the wrong toppings on there. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just Who knows what like, challenges could come up? The attacks that this pizza delivery person would have, like he swings the box left, swings it right, spins it around himself, like, I want to make this game. No, I'm I mean, just thinking it's, uh, it's a Grand Theft Auto kind of game, you just run over noise with your car. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> just mow it um, down. So, yeah, but uh, it's not that. It's a Capcom game. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those bullshit <laughs> NES hard games. You don't have a life meter. Like, you just get hit, you die. Oh, uh, no. There's a so time like limit. Noid Contra? Yes, but that sounds <laughs> cool, and this game's not. <laughs> See, Noid Contra makes me think that you're, like, running through a jungle with a gun that shoots noids. Like, See, you're just also, shooting, like, four noids at a time. Contra, but all the aliens are noids isn't yeah. a very... That's a pretty good, like, you know... I don't know, I guess they... Again, who do you play as if you're... They didn't have create a character back in the NES days, so you couldn't just, like, make an avatar of yourself and then use it to order a pizza and then shoot a bunch of noids. It wouldn't make any sense. So I guess they had to go with what they had and make you play as the noid. God, I, I mean, feel like I'm saying noid too much. <laughs> Either that or it would be like you would play as a guy and your name would be like Jack. Mm-hmm. Do we need a WayForward uh, remaster? Hmm. Somebody did make a fan game, I think, last year or the year before that you can go down for free. A fan sequel to this uh, in wow. 3D. And it's very meta and weird. Like, there's a level called the Noid Void. Uh, okay. Apparently, it's pretty good, though, according to this one article who, whose headline I read. Now, the question is, is it called Yo-Yo Noid? Because that'd be pretty good. Like... <laughs> No, all you yeah. know what's funny is your primary weapon in Yo Noid is a yo yo. No way! <laughs> <laughs> yes way. Then it absolutely should be called Yo Yo Noid. <laughs> Damn it, that's a severely missed opportunity. But um I'm trying to think of other like eighties like mascots or like any any real fast food mascots that got games. I mean I know there was that Ronald McDonald game for Sega Genesis, which was utterly bizarre. Um I'm trying to think you know, there was uh there's Mick Kids, um, but that, that wasn't really like a mascot thing. Um, was there? Oh, wasn't there a Chester Cheetah game? Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like Chester Cheetah got a game. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy, my man. <laughs> yeah. God, was Chester Cheetah the Aquaman of '90s food mascots? No, I think that was just Aquaman. <laughs> Not at that time, my man. No, um, that, that was probably the Sugar Smacks Frog. Oh man, I love Smacky. Or whatever his name is. See, I thought you were going exactly. to I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were going to say that Chester Cheetah was the Aquaman to the Noids, Namor the Submariner. Ooh, see. I don't know, I like Submariner. Submariner's cool though, that's the thing. He's not as annoying as the Noid. Submariner doesn't ruin anything, does he? He ruins um, the Fantastic no. Four's relationship. Not true that. Yeah. Yeah. But he also got the Phoenix Force and was uh, Phoenix uh, Namor, which was pretty freaking amazing. He I did not know that up. was a thing that existed, and now I want to know more. I want to yeah. know how that affects me getting a pizza in 30 minutes or less. Avengers <laughs> versus X-Men. It was pretty good. I, I need it. to read that. <laughs> um, 
Uh, did anybody say Cool Spot? Because Cool Spot, I think, I had a game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Cool Spot had a fucking game. Uh, I don't know why I thought that spot was so cool. It was a, it was a red circle with sunglasses on. I was a kid. It was like, wow, that is a really cool spot. <laughs> yeah, but the Cool Spot <laughs> game was surprisingly good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I played it. It's yeah, pretty fun. It's a decent platformer. Awesome. Yeah, see, I am... I feel like I knew better than to fall for something like this. Like, if this was on the shelf for, like, a rental, it's like, I'm not gonna rent Cool Spot or The Noid. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> no, they're... <laughs> the Noid, I definitely, no, no, no. I definitely wanted to rent The Noid, because I remember as a kid, I bought some book that was, like, a guide to a whole bunch of NES games. And looking back on it, I think it was all the terrible NES games, because I had a section on Bart vs. the Space Mutants. And mm. that was the only way I could figure out how to actually get past like the first couple levels is this little guidebook. And Yo Noid nice. was in there, and I was like, oh, I should get Yo Noid. And uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think buying a $60 game and get, you know, that $1 off pizza coupon does not like help offset that cost. Yeah, not so much. $1. Not to mention like the time, the time that you would put into playing Yo Noid. I mean, that's, it's, it's kind of regret. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of amazed that Yo Noid had a $1 pizza coupon, considering that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game NES, had like a $5 pizza coupon, and Ooh. that's already a better game. Like, that's the Mic better drop. deal in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And we forgot in mentioning uh, games that are about food mascots, uh, those Burger King games that you got from uh, from Burger King, man. Sneak King, Pocket Bike Racer. Yeah. That was if my they wanted to do, if they that, would give away like Noid games with like free with purchase of a of a pizza, I think it would be a lot more uh, well received. It's like, or even like you know three four bucks. Like, hey, it's uh, two for Tuesday. You want two pizzas and also this copy of Yo Noid? It's like, I don't know. I was thinking maybe a two liter or something. But yeah, I'll take the game. Like, fuck <laughs> it, why not? <laughs> so, do you think in this political climate that they could bring the Noid back? I don't in think in any political climate it, you can bring him back. I mean, in what way is it appropriate I, to any political climate? I feel like we could bring the Noid back just in this political climate where the country is so divided. It would be good to have a villain we could all hate together. That's true. He's That's, like the alien mm. thing in Watchmen. The Noid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Murders millions of people and we all unite <laughs> against him. <laughs> That's, uh, I think that's what we need. It's the classic Architects of Fear, but with the Noid. Indeed. Uh, and with that, I feel like we've reached peak Noid for the episode. <laughs> we so, have said uh, Noid so many times. Titles. God, yeah. you're right. Saying we... Noid this much feels so weird. Oh, uh, yeah, my ribs hurt. I don't know what's going on. It hit but, that uh, point yeah. where like, I look at it, and it doesn't feel like it's spelled right anymore. Like, that's not yeah. a word. <laughs> I was going to say, I've said it so many times, the word has lost all meaning. <laughs> uh, so anything else, Johnny, on the Noid? No, I think I think we covered it. Game 2 
Okay, so, all of the food items in this game are given special name variations. For example, in America, the avocado is called a scaly custard, whereas in Japan, the avocado is called the crocodile scrotum. <laughs> Can you, Man, can you give I, me that trivia one more time? <clears throat> I was going to say, I'm so excited to see your answer. Um, so, all of the food items in this game are given special names. For example, the in America, the avocado is called a scaly custard, whereas in Japan, the avocado is called a crocodile scrotum. <laughs> you just wanted to hear me say crocodile scrotum. I just, I think we found the episode title, but anyways. Yeah, I would, I would lot, prefer John. not to. Alright, so, um... <laughs> Jesse Moore says Croc, which is an excellent guess. Um, 
John Regan has a drawing of a crocodile scrotum, and John Harrington has the correct answer of Pikmin 3. I guess I was the only one daring enough to actually search for that. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, Pikmin 3 for the Wii U. Indeed. Uh, famous for... See, David, why is it that you think maybe we start talking about slightly inappropriate stuff when your games come up? I can't quite put my finger on it, but huh. I can swear we just had a trivia question involving the phrase crocodile scrotum. Okay, this week is probably a bad example. Um, <laughs> it's just really funny. Cause, like, cause I'm sitting there why are we always talking like, about dicks and Rule 34 stuff in my game? It's like, your trivia was about a crocodile scrotum. Well, I was sitting you know, there looking at trivia for this game. It's like, okay, so there's like a clever play on words about the planet. All right. So like the planet that all the characters come from is based off a Nintendo reference. That might work, you know, and everything. Crocodile scrotum. Well, that's going to play well, so yep, that's what I'm going to exactly. go with. You play to your audience. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I just, I can't figure out, like, it's weird that scaly custard sounds so much more gross to me than crocodile scrotum does. Like, crocodile scrotum sounds fine, but I hear scaly custard, I'm like, oh, no, thank you. John, that's like, offensive to those of us that use scaly custard as a sex move. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray the scaly custard all over your face and exactly. chest. You know, if you're really good, I'll give you the scaly custard. Um, I would anyway, like to so take this moment to uh, shout out in our Discord chat to Silver Nova, who makes a point that um, crocodile scrotum, quote, that is an extremely appropriate description for an avocado, because yeah. really it is. He's not wrong. Yeah, especially if an avocado somehow had two pits in it and had that more uh, scrotesque shape. But, you uh, just put two of them together. Yeah. Anyway, Pikmin 3, uh, that's the most unexpected thing I would have. I would have to say that's unexpected for a game like Pikmin 3. I wouldn't think there would be any scrotal references um, in any Nintendo game, quite frankly. So, uh, I mean, good for them. Maybe maybe Pic Japan just doesn't have a taboo on scrote references. I don't know. <laughs> P Pikmin 3, it is a charming taboo game. Um, so I agree. I would not expect a scrotum reference in Pikmin 3. Nope. There's, <laughs> not at there's, all. <laughs> there's a new calculating computer sound. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... But yeah, uh, so I take it you played and loved Pikmin 3. Uh, let me just get my quick aside. Uh, I never did. Um, didn't they... What was it that happened that Nintendo had to give away free Wii U games at some point? And wasn't Pikmin 3, like, one of those games? So, for... There was a brief period of time with the Wii U where, like, Club Nintendo was still a thing. It's like if you registered enough games or completed enough surveys or whatever, like, you could get a free game. Pikmin 3 Club was Nintendo. one of them. Um, which is how I got a copy of the downloadable version of Pikmin 3 and played it and enjoyed it. Um, I'm really kind of sad to hear that you never played this one. Because yeah, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that Jesse and John, big Wii U owners that they were, also have not played this game. I, I played this game. This game is awesome. Did you? Okay, good. I, was, I did I have was, a Wii U for a little bit. But what about really? Johnny? Come on, guys. You know damn well <laughs> that I never had the nobody had the Wii U. The, yeah. I had the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast outsold the Wii U, if I recall correctly. 
Boom. Ooh. I don't know if that's I, true, but you know, I don't want to verify it because that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. I want that for a new calculated computer sound. Like, what about Johnny? Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that somebody else played this game. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also Jesse, do want to uh, something involving Jesse or Johnny slapping his dick on the table, both like the Wii U versus the Dreamcast. Like, okay, we got a badass over here. Like, <laughs> that's just one area where you can really be like, yeah, fuck Nintendo, if you know what I mean. The Wii U, please. That's my weird flex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're not wrong to have it, man. It's, I'm gonna say it's like that. Is, that is your strong point. The Dreamcast outsold the Wii U, and the Game Gear outsold the Virtual Boy. So I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know. Yeah, split out. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Jesse. I'm glad somebody else played Pikmin Three because I played this game. I enjoyed this game. I don't have a lot to say about this game because this was kind yeah, of a it's, weird it's thing. Pikmin. Yeah, it was like it came out. It's like, oh, it's Pikmin. That's awesome. Here's like one or two things that it does better. I've beaten it. All right, I'm gonna go play something else now. Like it was kind of over. Yeah. Yeah, it was your, you know, standard Pikmin game with just a little tweaks here or there. Uh, it was a little prettier and more music, you know. Pikmin. I, I mean, Didn't it they like some good multiplayer, if I recall, or something like that. There was multiplayer. Um, there was also a mission mode, which was mm, fun. That um, might be what I'm thinking of. But I, I definitely remember, like, it was a gorgeous game with the the HD capacity of the Wii U. Um, and it introduced the, the new Pikmin types. There was the Rock Pikmin and the, the Flying Pikmin. And I definitely remember playing this game. It's like, oh, this is great. Like, you now have three captains. You can split up, like, three teams. And one of the things that I liked about this game is the first Pikmin had, like, a hard time limit. Like, you had 15 days to collect your spaceship pieces, and that was it. And then Pikmin 2, like, you had unlimited time, and you could just roam around and explore. And this game kind of, like, did both, where your limit was basically your food supply, because the whole plot of the game is you're trying to collect food to feed your planet, so you're collecting fruit and vegetables and whatnot on this mysterious planet. That's how it ties into the theme. Um, so as long as you collect... If you collect, like, a piece of fruit, you can get, like, a jar of juice, and that'll give you another day. So mm. after, like four days of exploring this planet, I had enough food to last me for like 20 days of exploring. So there is a That's time cool. limit, but it's not like a hard time limit. Like, it definitely extends. Awesome. Yeah, and David, you, you should have planned a lightning round around the names of some of these fruits. Like... Why do all the fruits have such silly names? Is it because, like, the Pikmin, like, the captains are, like, aliens and they just give them these strange names? Is that the, uh, the idea here? Well, I mean, that's kind of, like, the whole hook of the Pikmin series. Because, like, in the second right. game, you're collecting just random crap on... Uh-huh. It's, it's always heavily implied that it's Earth, but it's never outright confirmed that it's Earth that you're exploring. Sure. And, like, all the, the pieces, like, in Pikmin 2, I know you collect a battery, and it's called, like, a, a lightning storage device or something like that. Like, they're always given these ridiculous names. Um, hence, yeah. Crocodile Scrotum. Right. 
and I'm just looking at all the English names for all the fruits, and I'm like, yeah, these, these all sound like sex moves that I do. I mean, these are, you know, I can't believe they went into my diary. <laughs> like, you know, the slapstick crescent, you know, get out of my head, Pikmin 3. Which I'm assuming is the banana. That is the banana. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. good. <laughs> the face wrinkler, come on. <laughs> I should have planned a lightning round. Fuck. I know. (laughs) The mock bottom. Peach? Oh, peach. It's a peach. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I love it, it man. (laughs) Why didn't anybody tell me there were a bunch of, like, weird sex puns with this game? Like, I would have actually paid full price. (laughs) (laughs) Which It was weird because, again, like, (laughs) this game was fun, and this game was great, and I played it, and I enjoyed it, and then as soon as it was done, like, I never really thought about it again. Do you think yeah. it'd be good on Switch? Uh, I believe that Pikmin 3 would be perfect for Switch. I guess we don't have sound for that anymore. Uh, I thought what's, we the, did. what's the perfect for Switch sound? Nobody tell him. <laughs> Hot take. It nope. isn't that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Good enough. Spice. I'll take it. There it is. I don't know if that's what it was before, but it is now. Yeah. Well done. I mean, allegedly, Um. Pikmin 4 is in the works. And, I mean, that's one of the things that I think is weird, because Pikmin is... Pikmin's like an odd series. Like, when people talk about their favorite Nintendo games, like, I love Legend of Zelda, I love Mario Kart, I love Mario, and all that... And then you get, like, your B-tier of, like, Kirby and Yoshi and Donkey Kong and all that. And then, like, slowly down, Pikmin. It's one of those series where it's like, nobody really says it's their favorite, but as soon as they announce a new Pikmin thing, everybody just collectively goes like, Oh, yeah! That'll be fun. No, it's the definition of, like, lesser Nintendo series. I mean, what, there's three mainline games and, like, a 3DS spinoff, and that's it? Like... It's, uh, it shouldn't be anybody's favorite Nintendo series unless it's just, like, the game for them. Like, it's it's not enough of a series to, you know, stand tall with the giants at Nintendo. But, it, you know, the games are charming, man. Charming as shit. But, uh... Um, it, it should yeah. be anybody's favorite Nintendo series. And if you're a real-time strategy fan, fuck you. Yeah, you know, it was implied. John. What? Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> So then what about F-Zero? Because there's only like three of those games. Yeah, not my favorite series, but it's you know, really good. <laughs> there's it, does it stand tall five. With five? Yeah, there's F-Zero on the SNES, F-Zero X on the N64, F-Zero <laughs> GX. Six! F-Zero GX for the GameCube, F-Zero AX for the arcade, and then there were two Game Boy games. And you or call Game yourself, Boy Advance games. You call yourself a fan, John. You don't even know how many games there are. I didn't, I didn't bring that up. It was Jesse. <laughs> Great misdirect. Yeah. Oh, man. How'd he throw his voice onto my recording? What the fuck? Um, yeah, no, F-Zero's great, but it's not like, uh, you know, it's not one of Nintendo's Paramount series. They've made that utterly clear. <laughs> By not making oh. it for years. N- Nintendo has made it abundantly clear. They don't give a damn about F-Zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, and to an extent, same thing with Pikmin. I mean, like, how long was it between Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3? Like, eight, nine years? Uh, I and... think it was actually a full ten years. Jesus which I think Christ. Is- 
Which I think is weird because, like, every time that somebody has an interview with Miyamoto, I ask him about the next Pikmin game, and he's always just kind of like, it's coming. Yeah. Later. Maybe it's a mistranslation. Maybe he says, I'm coming. <laughs> um, because he loves Pikmin so much. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's Miyamoto's favorite series, and he doesn't, he's just not in a hurry. He's just taking it slow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure, Tribute. though. It, it just doesn't come out often enough. Uh, like Miyamoto. Whoa! Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're fun games. Uh, you know, like you said, they're ultimately kind of forgettable. Like uh, Pikmin was the launch title, and you know, got pretty uh, pretty quickly forgotten. I don't know if I ever actually played Pikmin two, and never played Pikmin three. Pikmin I mean, like, two it's, was yeah. really good. I enjoyed yeah, the hell no. out of Pikmin two. Um, mm -hmm. We're technically discussing Pikmin three, which again was fun, but. Like I said, I I played it, and after you know, six seven hours, like okay, that was great. Yep. I'm gonna play either Smash Brothers or Disney Infinity on my Wii <laughs> right. U. I'm pretty yeah, much back done. to my fantastic Wii U library. <laughs> Wonderful 101 back in action. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I you know I would love it if they would make more of these because it seems like kind of charming game that I want to like. You know, introduced to my nephew because, like, all he likes right now are like beat 'em up type games and Mario Kart. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's a charming series and it's got that whimsy and just you know that fun of like you know almost like the childlike wonder of exploring a backyard. Like, I love it, but they just don't make enough of them, so you know, like, they need to make more. But but then would they lose their fucking appeal if they made more? Like, it seems like a pretty deep well. Like Pikmin picking up random objects, like. The world's full of things, as they say in Katamari Damacy. <laughs> like, you know, this game could go on forever. Just different settings, different grass heights, uh, you know, a couple new creatures, some new objects. I mean, it's all good. Like, <laughs> different, different grass heights. Assuming there's nothing about this game. <laughs> I'm saying, man, they could be walking around some St. Augustine grass, some like Bermuda grass, Kentucky bluegrass. Yeah, exactly. It's lush. Uh, I'll say Zoy it again, Zoyza. lush. That's, yeah. that's seriously what we need. We need a Pikmin game set specifically in Kentucky where instead of a whistle, Captain Olimar uses a banjo to control his Pikmin. Yes, we do. And the grass there is mostly pot. So <laughs> that would be the fantastic setting for Pikmin 4. Like Pikmin that's, Pot Farm. Pot that's what we so need. Cool. You know, we, we've got red, blue, yellow, white, purple rock and flying pikmin we need, need a, a pot green. pikmin need who, that green like, pikmin baby <laughs> you command them to pick something up and they just look at you kind of like shrug and then go listen <laughs> to bob marley <laughs> uh they just laugh at you and <laughs> go eat something <laughs> uh, and eventually their head sprouts with little five leaves <laughs> that's what oh, we need adorable. we need green pikmin who don't pick up any objects except for snack food Yes, or they mm. deliver pizzas, you know, for a few hours a day to the other Pikmin. There seems to be like a large cardboard box of food. I don't know, like, if my Pikmin will be able to lift this, and suddenly there's like three green Pikmin. We fucking got this. Exactly. Don't eat pizza off the street. We got you, man. Here, Pikmin, have this. <laughs> Pikmin cross the Onoid. Oh, it you know, needs to happen. You know, he'd look kind of like Pikmin. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll start working on that fantastic crossover, and uh, hopefully we'll get in there for Pikmin 4. It's bound to actually come out. Um, Eventually. But yeah, David, any, anything else on Pikmin 3? This delightful game full of weird Japanese sex puns for fruit. 
I think you just said it all. Thank you much. <laughs> Game three. So this is our fan request, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this game was created by four people in eight months.
I purposefully uh, didn't say it just to give anything away, but this request comes to us from our Discord channel from Dire Hunchcrow, so thank you very much for the request. Who's got those answers? <laughs> John Harrington says Axiom Verge, which is sadly incorrect. Uh, Jesse Moore and John Regan both have the correct answer of Mick Kids. It's, I've of course! Said, I've always said MC Kids. Mick Kids it's, makes way more sense than his McDonald's. It's weird because I've heard it called Mick Kids, but also like on the official game it's M period C period Kids, which makes you think it's MC Kids. But also, what the hell would MC be abbreviated for? Because this is the McDonald's game, so it would uh, be Mick Kids? Master of Ceremony Kids. Yeah, it's a rapping game. <laughs> Obviously, very kids hip. rapping. Starts Actually, young. It's, it's young MC's game, and I don't mean bust a move. Um, that would make it so much better. I believe that it's actually. Hang on one second. Let me see if I can find it. Oh no, because I know that this game stars two kids, and I thought like, well, maybe one of them's name starts with M, and one of them starts with C. Uh, their names are Mick and Mac. So. Mm. I don't know why it is M period C period kids. Because M mm, kids would have been really weird. Uh, uh, so yeah, Mick kids. It's shorter to say than MC kids. Um, McDonald's game, you say? I say. Uh, well, well, we, we both well, say. It. Yes. Exactly. It's 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 known. Um, I don't think I ever fucking played this. <laughs> Again, I wasn't going to be fooled into playing fucking marketing for companies. Like, See, I already like McDonald's. This game, it's... On some levels, it's surprisingly not bad. On many other levels, it's surprisingly bad. <laughs> you don't say. Like, it's, it's not a terrible game. Um, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to check. Um, uh, Game Pro Magazine gave this game a great rating. Like, oh. um, it's it's a basic 2D platformer. You're going around collecting golden arches, and you have to collect cards for like McDonald's things. Um, you play as two kids, Mick and Mac, and it's it's a very obvious Super Mario Brothers ripoff because, like, the McDonald's golden arches are basically your gold coins. Word. But at the same time, like, it has things that are not present in Mario games. There's, like, anti-gravity. There are platforms that will, like, push you away and spin you around until you hit the edge of the screen. Like, it has some decent ideas. Uh, it controls terribly. Oh, um, good. But, I mean, at the same time, like, Castlevania control terribly. Like... Shitty controls were kind of par for the course for most yeah. games. No question. I mean, I was going to say, like, you know, you're talking about, oh, it's got all this stuff compared to Mario. And it's like, it came out in 92. Like, they had some years to kind of, I don't want to say, like, uh, take from other games. But, like, you know, it was late in the NES life cycle. And it's like, yeah, we could probably fucking crank some good stuff out for a McDonald's game. They probably just had a couple of programmers sitting around like, yeah, I've been working on, like, these spinning platforms. But I'm not a real game maker yet, so I don't have anything to do. And the McDonald's like... Hey, how about, uh, how about you give us those spinning platforms? Like, 
you know, sold. Uh, I was looking at that. It's, it's made by Virgin. Uh, Virgin Interactive, actually. And, you know, they went on to be a competent game maker. I mean, like, uh, we were uh, talking earlier. They, like, they made Cool Spot. Uh, you know, they made uh, the Aladdin game for Sega Genesis. Like, uh, you know, this, uh, this game had some people behind it. But, uh... Well, that's yeah, one of those things, like... Mm. A lot of people, like, kind of tear this game apart because of the McDonald's reference and whatnot and all that. It's like, but if you actually sit down and play it, like, it's no more worse than any other NES game that we all played as kids. Like, it's it's not bad. It's not great by any means, but it's not bad. Yeah. No, I think, uh... I think Michael liked playing this one. He brought it up. You know, it's like one of those ones that he remembered when he was young for lives like this and on Super NES Claymates as like just, you know, it's like, oh, these games are actually really fun. They look like shit, but they're fun. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm still going to pass, though. <laughs> like, and I think uh, it, it kind of had the problem of like, hey, we've got this fun, like, 2D side-scrolling platformer game released in 1992 for the, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's like, yeah, I've got Mario 3. No. Right. And, and why would I bother? And to many people, you know, I have a Super NES now in Super Mario World. Why would I play McKids? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's just how it goes. But uh, I like reading the uh, <laughs> like the description of the game. Players can choose between one of the two MC Kids. There's no difference between the characters aside from their skin color and hairstyle. I'm like, that's a nice lesson. There's yeah. no difference between anybody except our skin color and our hairstyle. <laughs> this was McDonald. This was an NES yeah. game where you could play as a black guy. Like props I mean, for that. That actually does get props. I just thought that that description is like, oh, that doesn't read right. That that sounds terrible. Like the only real difference is skin color. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> okay, we say like we're that, going for John. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, how many games besides, like, Bebe's Kids can you name from back then that you would would actually let you play as, like, a black person? That's that's a nice touch, man. McDonald's might have known what's up. You know, Woke Donald's, as they uh, were known back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. That's them, all right. <laughs> Woke Donald's. Oh, mess. Whoa. <laughs> Is that the woke sound? Can we make the that sound combined with the my sound? <laughs> yes. I didn't mean to hit both. That that is a type of works. Works. Oh, I think you did. Whew. <laughs> Man. Cuz uh no, nothing nothing makes woke sound more beautiful than two sounds coming together. <laughs> Oh man, John's next level tonight, man. I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know how woke this game was. Um, yeah. Do we need to do a deep dive on, you know, woke or broke for Mick kids? Woke or broke? <laughs> oh god, there's a lightning round that we need to have. <laughs> woke or whack? Um, yeah. Nah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, lo- I I love the story of the game. Uh, Ronald McDonald is showing off his magical bag and a picnic in the meadow. <laughs> and suddenly the Hamburglar appeals and steals Ronald's bag. Mick and Mac must find Ronald's magic bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Ronald McDonald, no. true to life, a drug dealer to children, showing off his magic bag to these kids. Uh... 
And the Hamburglar, he just wants his fix. I get it. It's a good story. It's I've solid. been there. We've all done yeah. it. We've all it, done drugs as children. It's how we, it goes. We've all dealt drugs to kids. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of sad that the game featuring Ronald McDonald's magic bag came right after the game whose trivia was Crocodile Scrotum. Like, I sense a theme for this episode. <laughs> the theme was supposed to be food! <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it's really a... God, yeah, it's such a strangely scrotal episode. I just... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Petition anyway, to make yeah. the episode title a strangely scrotal episode. <laughs> it's it's going to be in the description. Like, trust me, an unexpected scrotal episode. So many scrotum-based um, tags on this one. No, this it, one. it's got to be strangely scrotal. You have to get that alliteration in there. Okay, fair enough. Um... But yeah, apart from misreading awful things on the Wikipedia page, this is just a standard, like, McDonald's tie-in, you know, simple platformer. Did I see, can you play it two players simultaneously? Or is it just um, two players trade-off? I be You know what? I'm not entirely sure. I will have to verify that from the Wikipedia page. Because, um, yeah, like, two players simultaneous, that would have been cool if I had known about that. Because yeah. I would have liked that. I believe yeah, it was two-player... I'm sorry, go ahead. It says two players can play the game at once, says both characters can walk, jump, duck, and pick up blocks to throw as enemy as they travel the seven large worlds of magical McDonald land. So, okay, I didn't know it was a co-op platforming game. That that gets it some extra points. Um, you is know. Grimace in the game? Oh, man, yes, he's got Grimace is be. in the game. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like, every every world has a different, like character themed around it because uh, I know that Birdie has a world where you're in the clouds and Grimace mm. definitely has a world and I remember being very thrown off because one of the last worlds is like the moon and the character that you're trying to help is like some original character named Cosmos who's basically just a giant UFO it's like why isn't it Mac the moon like the old like yeah. lounge singer Moon from the McDonald's ads, or Cosmos yeah, cool. from Xeno Saga. That would have been a way ahead of its time. Who the fuck is this? It's <laughs> a that's... really sexy robot. <laughs> You'll find out. In a few I don't years. know what but I want to see more. Magical bags getting bigger. <laughs> I don't know what I want to see more. Cosmos from Xenosaga make an appearance like 10 years prior or a fucking like NES version of Cosmos. Right. Also, talking is it to Cosmos? Ronald McDonald. I always thought it was Cosmos. I played about 15 minutes of Xenosaga episode 1 and I believe they said Cosmos. <laughs> that is plenty. Although yeah. you probably didn't actually get to play anything because I think nope. the, there's two hours of movies right up front. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, what's the old refrain with uh, like PlayStation Two games involving me and Michael? I was very high, and yeah. man, I lost interest. Anyway, um, I was, um, no, sadly, Cosmos we, not in this. Before we move on, um, Johnny, please get ready on the uh, soundboard. I mean, you're talking about like Xeno Saga, like two hours of cutscenes before you get to play anything. I mean, John is an adamant Metal Gear Solid fan. I think he's fine with that. Johnny, hot take button. God damn it! Yes. You had one job! Take Fuck that! You. you can't tell me what to do. And 
Metal Gear having a lot of cutscenes isn't a hot take at all. It's a simple fact. <laughs> hot take. I missed work because of a Metal Gear cutscene <laughs> once. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, Patreon exclusive bonus show. That story. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Hey, listen. I got a call today. Yeah, I'm playing Metal Gear. <laughs> Shit just got real. I, I can't miss this cutscene. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. You can control bees. You don't understand. The can't Patriots have control it. of the presidency, and also there's a guy who shoots metal out of his dick. Yeah, these things happen. Um, anyway, uh, kids, <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I think we need to revisit this. We need to get an online game going. We need to do like uh, you know a little uh, little two player action, little uh, co op. NES action on this uh, for our, uh, for our YouTube channel. I think we should have that have that be a thing because uh, I'm sure this game's fantastic and holds up well. So uh, that's our promise to you. Uh, not sure when, but at some point, definitely gonna stream a two player run through uh, through MC Kids. So uh, David, anything else on MC Kids? I mean, the only thing I have to say is like it's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's like McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is the there. perfect McDonald's game. It really is. Yeah. God, I want a quarter pounder. <laughs> game is cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
Alright, uh, so this game has uh, several skills you can learn, uh, like uh, cooking, writing, uh, composing, and music, music uh, <clears throat> musicianship, sorry, my brain wasn't working, uh, pickpocketing, and training. Also, uh, your entire party can work together uh to do like a super super specialty like becoming a master chef or blacksmithing or publishing So, how are you guys feeling? You feeling hungry? I'm always hungry, Jesse. Oh, good. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's 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 see what you guys got. Uh, John, or Johnny drew a cookie, I think. Either that, or it's like one of those uh, weird. Uh, I thought things. it was a Ritz cracker. Yeah. Um, Return of Bumpy Trot is what John says, incorrect. And Pathfinder from uh, David, incorrect. Uh, this is Star Ocean Second Story from the PlayStation. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, it's one of those games. It's a, it's one of those PlayStation RPGs. Um, of which it's there were like, several. Yeah, <laughs> more than one. It's. It's 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 uh, made by Enix and Triace, which they made a bunch of really great games um, like Valkyrie Profile and such. This game is is kind of cool. It's like Star Trek, uh, in a way, because you start off you're like part of a spaceship and stuff, but there's like a horrible transporter accident, and you get trapped on this like pre-warp civilization planet. 
and so like you put your like laser pistol away and start using a sword and and you start uh, getting accustomed to the people there and get involved with their problems and then for the Federation shows up and they're like hey we're here to save you and he's like no I want to stay here and help these people and um, it, it's it's a pretty 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 all right RPG um, I I didn't remember a whole whole ton of it so I had to reach out to my role-playing game correspondence and uh, my pal Russell and our pal of the show uh, Lance gave me some uh, some highlights to mention. Real quick, so um, I'm looking at it. I never played any of the Star Ocean games, and I really regret that because I I wanted to because like on the PS2 and PS3 they looked like just playable anime after a while, but like this one looks like it's on P like PlayStation One and it's got just some really nice sprites. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's kind of so pretty. For you know the time as far as the sprite work goes, yeah. um, and like the battle system is pretty cool. It's all actiony. Like you you uh, you know there's random encounters, but then once the battle starts, you run around and uh, can do your attacks and stuff. It's kind of like a tails game, right? Um, and so your other characters, you can kind of control them with AI you know, tweak what they like to do and prefer. Like, if, you know, you want the healer to focus on healing, you go into the settings, and then that's it's, what they'll do, you know? It's games like this um, that make me really, you know, slightly upset at Nintendo for being so keyed in on, like, polygonal graphics for the Nintendo 64, because, like, this game's gorgeous. <laughs> and, like, yeah. you know, like, just because just you're, like, trying to push 3D gaming on people doesn't mean there's not a place for, like... Some uh, some really gorgeous ass like updates of uh, what's essentially a 2D game, like you know, fucking delicious sprites on nicely rendered backgrounds, fucking works for this. <laughs> it's just yeah. you know, like you just get so little of that on Nintendo 64, and I just you know, it sucks. It's like, why didn't I know? I could, I should have had both systems. I would have played so many more games. I never would have gone outside. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I think the N64 had, like, Mischief Makers, and that yes. was it. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe one or two others, but, like, yeah, Mischief Makers, that came out, and that was, like, it was such an outlier on Nintendo 64. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, this is still a side-scroller? Please, we have Mario 64 now. We're young and dumb. There's no way we could possibly want to play a sprite-based side-scrolling game that's charming. Mm-mm. Yeah. Are you using polygon graphics? No? Get the fuck out. Yeah, you have to play with a D-pad? Well, at, I, uh, I hate to be the pushing the glasses up, well, actually, guy. <laughs> Please do. Well, 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 actually, in the cooking segment of the game, all the food is rendered polygons. And okay. So, like, and it looks really weird and almost unsettling. It's pretty great. Because, <laughs> you know, and, uh, there's one thing they were famous for, like, if, you know, like if you're looking at, like, a rendering in 3D of, like, let's say an orange. It's one thing the PlayStation 1 was famous for is perfectly round shapes. You know, yeah. It was great at that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> mm. But, um, yeah, there was a pretty uh, uh, cool cooking system. You could, like, cook food. All the characters had uh, favorite types of food, so like they'd get perks for you know eating the food they liked. And eventually, there you get to a point where you can join this uh, Iron Chef competition, 
that's uh, pretty great. That's that's really awesome. Like the actual Iron Chef, or just kind of like a general? It's their version. Okay. Does it have the guy from Double Dragon, the movie? Um, it's, I think he has long white hair, but yes. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> introduces a secret ingredient. You know, he's, he maybe looks a little, uh, a little sprite-like instead of, like, uh, Mark Dacascus. You know, I'm so glad so it's the there, way that, The way that Jesse paused, like, um, actually, maybe think, like, uh, I'm gonna get back to you on that. Let me check, because I can't <laughs> yeah. verify that it's not. Ah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, man, you know, I always wanted to play the Star Ocean games, so, you know. Uh, so is this actually just the second Star Ocean game, or is it like one of those series yeah. with the complicated naming conventions? <laughs> no, um, the first one was on SNES, and I don't believe it was released here. Um, and then this one on PlayStation. And then there was, I think, Till the End of Time on PlayStation 2. Yep. And then there was one on three. I think there might be five of these games yeah, so far. I feel like there should be more. I mean, actually, no. I'm, what am I saying? There's plenty of fucking JRPGs at this <laughs> point. Maybe there's enough Star Ocean games. <laughs> there's uh, a phone game now. <laughs> oh, really? Of yeah. course there is. Yeah, I could be into that. Yeah, okay, that, that's what I was trying to think of. The last one that came out was Integrity and Faithlessness. Yeah. What a what a mouthful that title is. Yeah, that's that's not great to say. No faithlessness. <laughs> I I'm struggling with it right now. It makes me feel like Sylvester. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that word comes up as much as Noid did earlier in this episode during that game. <laughs> no, Got to use your faithlessness meter. Uh, um, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know what you know. What else? Uh, what else is dope about you know Star Ocean? So you know, cooking system. Um, yeah. There was a bunch of uh, secret characters you could unlock. Dope. But you couldn't unlock all the characters. You had to know which ones you wanted to go in to unlock because some characters couldn't unlock if you had other characters in your party and stuff. So okay. So is it, it one of those things that weird. lends itself to multiple replays? Yes. I believe there were supposed like a whole bunch of different like endings, too. That's cool. Depending on how you played it. So how long is it, uh, does a playthrough of it take is actually my question. Because that's always what I was afraid of with games like that. It's like, you got to play it like five or six times to get all the endings. It's like, yeah, well, it's just like 30 fucking hours. I don't have that kind of time. Like, Well, doing a little uh, research, I was looking at some videos, and apparently there's some speed runs. So I know you're not into speed running. But, I mean, I like it sometimes. Uh, but apparently this dude can beat it in like five hours. Oh, okay. Which is fucking crazy yeah, it's <laughs> yeah I like speed running when I kind of know the game it's like I'm not just gonna tune in to watch somebody like speed run and glitch their way through a game that I don't understand that that's not fun for me but like you know people that actually like can play the game really fast uh, yeah okay I'm into that but unfortunately for see a game like Star Ocean that would just mean skipping all the cutscenes <laughs> and uh well, you know, no, you can't really skip the cutscenes so like I was watching and you're just letting the cutscenes go by because it's just the sprite graphics and, and thought bubbles popping up, you know? Okay. Um, now, the one thing they did skip, though, was a lot of the fights. And um, their reasoning was if you craft up your cooking enough, you can make a bunch of items that, like, make you super powerful even though you haven't been leveling up properly. Mm. So. 
<laughs> that's weird. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, that's, uh... I can't tell if that is the kind of speedrun I like or not. Like, they figured out a good way to get through the game, but, like, they don't fight, man. You know, like I said, I like the games where you actually play the game, but they're using the game. Yeah. They're not just glitching their way through. Those glitchy speedruns piss me off. Yeah, I don't like those. It's weird. Yeah, you know, fucking, we'll do bonus uh, speedruns that we hated stories on the uh, the bonus show after this. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, you know, I need to, I need to, like, dive into the series at some point. Dive into the old Star Ocean. Um... And, you know, because it looks like something that I would have loved and, you know, had I gotten into it when it was actually, like, the thing. And it still is a thing, but it's like, I'm sure there's not much, like, connection between the, the games, like, besides the name. I don't think so. But I do, I don't, I don't know which one it was, but one of the games had a very notorious plot twist at the end that Ooh. a lot of people were upset about. Oh. So that's always fun. Fun. Yeah, see, that's the kind of stuff, you know, I, uh, I don't know, I, I would love to, love to give it a shot, it's just, I'm daunted by it, you know, if I don't know how long I'm gonna fucking spend playing it, like, I, you know, I don't know, especially as an adult, I've got, <laughs> I need to know oh, yeah, what totally. I'm cracking into before I, uh, you know, before I actually start it, you know, the, you know how long to beat says this one's like 37 hours, that's not so bad, but like, uh, you know, Integrity and Faithlessness... Oh, okay, well, shit. Integrity and Faithlessness is even shorter. Maybe I should get into it. An RPG you can beat in 21 hours? That might be, you know, just what I need. Wow. Hmm. I should look into these. Anyway, um, fuck yeah, man. Cool pick. Great soundtrack from the fantastic Motoi Sakuraba. Back yeah. again. You know, fucking that guy. He just, uh... He was everywhere, man. If everywhere, by everywhere, I mean Mario Golf Courses and JRPGs. <laughs> that guy was everywhere. But, uh, anything else, Jesse, on, uh, on Star Ocean? Uh, not really. I mean, I wish I had more to say about it, but I just remember it had cooking and a lot of food stuff. And, and good soundtrack. And I think I smell yeah. a, uh, I am terrible at video coming real soon. Like, uh... Oh, I wish. <laughs> I think you might need to revisit, man. <laughs> 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 but uh fuck yeah man Johnny let's move on to what might be the uh you know the dessert the final course tonight I think it's time man game 5 
Okay, so this game added what new bonus feature to encourage teamwork and sportsmanship? How's everybody feeling? Eh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Meh. Good. Johnny, for some reason, is keyed in on Thomas the Tank Engine. From the I first don't know song. why. That first song is very Thomas the Tank Engine-esque. Alright, so Jesse says Mario Party 10, and David uh, needs to hold us down so I can read a little bit better. Uh, he says Mario and Sonic at the Sochi Winter Olympics, which, man, that would have been great. I wish it was that. Man, I, I gotta keep, I gotta stop striking you guys out with these games. This is Super Mario Party for Switch. Oh. That's a strikeout sound now. It's everything. No, it's the Switch yeah. sound. <laughs> exactly. God, we need the snap, not the fucking Konami logo. What the hell? Um, <laughs> I, I am going to specifically pull a sound effect of just, you should have gone for the head. <laughs> Click. That's the Ooh. switch sound. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so uh, Super Mario Party, man. I, you know, David and Jesse, not you, John. Uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, do you have a good reason that you haven't played this? Um, my reason is, what does this have to do with food? Hey, John, I have played this. No kidding. <laughs> You played it at work, you motherfucker. Yep, we bought no. a Switch for work, and I played it at work. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Johnny. So, uh, how do you feel about Super Mario Party, man? When's the last time you played a Mario Party game? Um, a few days ago. <laughs> at work. <laughs> well, I set myself up for that. <laughs> and um, we like we just went for one where you just play a bunch of mini games in a row. Like there's a mode in that where you just. Uh, I think it was four or five mini games. You know, it, it takes about fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, and word. Like we didn't do the whole. I don't even. Does it still have the whole board game concept? Because if it does, it, we did not do that. It does, and they made a very intelligent move. Um, they changed it to where the maximum number of turns you can play in actual classic mode twenty turns. <laughs> nice. That's the minimum I think of the old games. No, no. I think they would let you do ten. Okay. Maybe. But like mm, it was like no. ten to fifty, and it's like, did we ever do? Did we ever back in the day complete a game of Mario Party over twenty turns? And I no. don't I think we say, ever oh. did. I was gonna say, John, I'm gonna have to interrupt you um, because now it's my turn to be the like, well, actually, push up my glasses guy. If I recall, Mario Party Two, which is what we sank the most hours in, you could mm -hmm. play twenty turns. 35 turns or Jesus 50 Christ. turns. That can't be true. That's just such a. Like, I believe it. I mean, I do too, because we. I was going to say, I definitely like, remember 20 was the minimum, for sure. Yeah. But it's like, fuck me, man. Like, 20 minimum is kind of crazy. Like, it's just. <laughs> that takes a bit. Cause, yeah, because, you know, 20 now takes a bit, because there's like events for fucking. Every single turn, you know, there's mini games, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. So yeah, now I think they wisely capped it at uh, at 20. Because um, seriously, like you know, I remember, I, I feel like we started a few like longer uh, longer games back in the day and just never fucking f got there. Like because you know it fucking pitted you against each other we hated each other after like 20 turns <laughs> like, yeah so one thing i was a bit disappointed with in this new mario party and maybe i don't know if it's like this through the whole game or if it was just the mode we played in the mini games that were in that mode i felt like every game had one control like use a joystick to move hit a at the right time and like that was about right. it and in the yeah. old mario party games it's like no you can like ground pound somebody and fuck them over if you want and this game felt like it was you could still fuck people over but not in the same way as the old games yeah maybe maybe they did simplify things a little bit because you know i like this game i like the mini games uh for the most part you know i think almost all of the games in this one are new like i don't think they brought back any classic games they just uh you know they got a bunch of stuff redesigned they got things that use the switch motion controls and uh, mm. things that are like HD rumble games. Um, but yeah, like a lot of them are pretty simple. But, you know, I feel like they're pretty fun, man. Because, you know, maybe you can't fuck each other over to the extent that you used to be able to. But like, uh, 
I don't know. I can't. I can't cite anything specific off the top, man, because there's like 84 fucking games in this, and you know, I've only ever played this with my fucking six-year-old nephew, and you know, it's easy to kick his ass. He doesn't quite get what's going on, but like, <laughs> man, I think you know. I wish we could get together and play a round of this, because like, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, so, David, to address the food elephant in the room. Um, I was about to say, it's like, I'm going to go back to my previous question of, yeah. what does this game have to do with food? Well, I'm glad you asked, because one of the boards available in the game is called Mega Fruit Paradise. Um, That's not my favorite smoothie place. <laughs> That's a much better joke than the gay sex resort joke I was going to go with. <laughs> but, <Ooh. laughs> um, <laughs> Must we go for the low-hanging fruit? <laughs> Uh, Mega Fruit Paradise? <laughs> Have you any choice? Um, no, my, it's my favorite board in the game, man. It's the tropical level, and like you know, it's got four separate islands. One of the islands is a little beach thing. That's where you get started. But then there's just like a floating pineapple half and a floating watermelon, and there's just you know little fruity things going all over the place. Like uh, <laughs> you can go sh- you can go shopping at Wiggler's Shop, and it's made out of an ice cream cone. Uh, but if you like, if too many people shop there, it starts to melt, and like the last person through, like it collapses. So you can't can't buy items anymore. Um, you know, there's special spaces on the watermelon that if you land on them, it lights like sparklers on a little birthday cake for a bonus star. It's a charming ass Mario Party level, and mm. it's got it's got some other cool features like uh, it, there's two bridges. Uh, one of the bridges, if you land on the event space, you get knocked off by a giant blooper. The other one, it's just made of sand, and the more you walk over it, the more likely it is it's going to collapse, and it literally cuts that section out of the board and, like, changes the way you have to play the game. So, it's a fun level. And it's made of giant fruit! You know, what's not to love? Um... So, yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing, you know, and, uh... The, speaking of boards, one of my big issues with this game... Only four boards! It's, uh... It's a little bit light on the boards, man. You know, they're fun, you know, but everybody's been looking to Nintendo like, you're going to update this at some point, right? Like, we're getting some more boards, and it sucks because I was, like, you know, looking this up this week, and, you know, I'm just like, oh, man, like, Super Mario Party, they got the big fruit board. I'm going with that. And then I looked it up, and it's like, Mario Party gets, Super Mario Party gets its first update. I'm like, no shit, like, new boards, ah! And then I clicked on the link, and it's like, it got one... Like, update to fix a small glitch. <laughs> and I'm like, I f- can't believe I fell for that goddamn article. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's from some, like, video game news website. Like, Super Mario, you know, Super Mario Party gets first update. It's a little bug fix. There's no new content. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I was yeah. really looking forward to, you know, Bowser board or something. But I've been playing a lot of Mario Party since Mario Party 2. So I'm going from Mario Party 2 to Super Mario Party. So things done changed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if if this new like the mode I played was like you just play four or five mini games in a row and the highest score wins and you're done. It takes like ten minutes, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, is that new to this game or was that introduced like a few Mario parties ago? I feel like they've had something like that for a while now, where you could just kind of do like a you know give you know just try a couple and uh, get like a little, you know, just, you know, yeah, quicker version, but, you know, with no Excellent. board game, just like a, a mini game rush. I feel like that's been a thing for a little bit. Yeah, now. I feel like that might be maybe maybe their main focus, because, like, 
it's it's nice because it's like okay yeah we got 15 minutes till sex me let's go uh you know fuck around on this thing <laughs> i'm sure that's what nintendo was thinking john <laughs> they were thinking of the office worker with precious little time in between meetings <laughs> you know and how mean, would they I'm gonna, have... <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like you know i haven't played mario party since mario party 2 was there a mode to like just play a couple mini games like Motherfucker, minigame coaster was a mode <laughs> yeah. in Mario Party 2. Yeah. yeah, but that was still like you committed time to that one because I remember we we never finished it. We tried so hard <laughs> to finish minigame coaster to unlock like the final minigame. Oh my god, there's some like top secret Mario Party 2 minigame and I can't remember what it was, but it was like the hardest one to unlock. Well, that's because oh, right, you had John. to beat, we, like, nine levels of minigame coaster. But if you wanted to play, like, 15 minutes of minigame coaster, you could. Yeah. You dink? Um, but, yeah, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> fucking Super Mario Party and all its fun food-themed minigames. That's the other thing. Besides the food board, guess what? There's food-themed minigames. Like, Such sizzling, as? sizzling steaks. Where you fucking, you do the motion controls to grill the cube of uh, steak on all eight, you know, six sides. And the first person to do so wins. It's uh, not entirely frustrating. The switch motion controls don't work perfectly every time, but it's uh, it's pretty good. There's, uh, there's one where you're running around with like cups over your head trying to catch as much popcorn as possible for some reason. I don't know why. Um... There's uh, there's one where it's a two-on-two game called Pie Hard, and you're just having a pie fight. It's dope. It's just a fucking <laughs> pie fight. Like, I love okay, it. the fact that a Mario game has a Die Hard reference, yes. I'm sold. <laughs> exactly. Already. Yeah. Just uh, and the real secret is you use the pie that's taped to your back when nobody's looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there's uh. There's, you know, then there's some of the like kind of tamer ones. There's one that uh, uh yeah, I like the I like the name because it's just silly. It's called Can Take Pancake, and the object of the game is to be the person that takes the most pancakes off a large plate of pancakes. So somebody, you know, it's, you're sitting at a table. Somebody sets a large plate of pancakes in front of you, and you have to grab some pancakes for your plate, and. That's essentially it. <laughs> I mean, John, you're sitting here talking about a mini game based around breakfast food, but you don't have to appeal to me. You had me sold at Die Hard reference. Yeah. Tell me you got Die Hard and pancakes? <laughs> yeah, David's going to have to go download this tonight, son. Um, I'm trying to think of the other, uh, like the other food ones. There's one where like... Uh, you're like making a snow cone. You have to you rotate the Joy-Con like you're running a shaved ice machine to make the tallest snow cone possible. Um, there's uh, there's one where you and a like a teammate you're shaking boxes with nuts in them to see which ones have the most nuts, and it uses the HD Rumble to like you know the, uh, to, you, you feel which one has the most nuts. And you take like it's a blind take. Like you take that box back, and whoever ends up with the most nuts. Uh, wins the game and there's the really frustrating one where uh, it's a jar of candy and you have to shake the remote to shake all the hard candy out of the jar and like twist it all over the place and shake it to try and get this fucking candy out and for some reason I just suck at it <laughs> like I don't know why like that last piece of candy fucking takes forever to fall out and it's like humiliating losing to a six year old in a fucking like Mario Party game <laughs> like 
Well, I feel like there's only always like no matter what Mario Party game it is, there's always that one mini game that's just fuck you, the mini game. A little bit, but this one felt like, you know, I'm just fucking this up and not getting it somehow, because, like, you know, like, Owen fucking takes the thing and he just shakes it and, like, you know, the candy falls out, and I'm sitting there, like, patting it like it's a real fucking jar, and I'm just like, come the fuck up! Mm, forget it! <laughs> like, it's just, uh, yeah. Again, the motion controls are fine, but not, I guess they're not perfect, because if it was a real jar, I would just smash it on the ground and gotten the candy out. Like, you know, also, I wouldn't take my hard candy, unwrap it, and put it in a different jar. What, you, what are you, mad? Like, you know, is that a J- Japanese thing? Like, you know, moving candy into a jar? Look, come on. They get stuck I together. Suppose, I suppose there's a lot of things you could fit in here. No, only candy. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety dollars, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you know, it, it's really fun, man. It's uh, it's definitely, I say it's worth a pickup for uh, free Switch guys, because uh, like Jesse, it's uh, it's it's a fun game to play with your kid, and it's Joy-Con like only, so like it's always at least two players. You have to play with that, you know, the little uh, little Joy-Cons on their side for the most part, and uh, it's pretty goddamn fun, man. And I didn't. Oh, I didn't even address the uh, the added feature to try and get us to not kill each other during the game. Um, at the beginning of every game, after any two versus two or like three on one, anything involving teamwork, the game makes you high five. Which yes. I think is okay. a great nice idea. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Because you know you can do it with the motion. You can do it just by pressing a button. But it makes all the characters fucking high five, and it's like, all right, yeah. We all get bonus coins, and I don't want to fucking kill any of you. Like this is this is good. <laughs> like, and, but it's also really funny though when like somebody holds out on the fucking high five. Usually, I mean, like I've been playing with my fucking nephew, so it's like he set the controller down and like went to get something. But it's like you know the two characters line up for the high five, and then the third character doesn't do anything, and they just kind of look at him like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Wario, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> high five over here. <laughs> Doing a triple kiss, you getting in on this? (laughs) I get the feeling that the character who doesn't high five is Waluigi. Like generally, Waluigi just ultimately pulls the dick move. Yes, that is uh, that is essence of Waluigi. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's super fun. Uh, Like a lot of the games are good. You know, the ones that don't involve food are also pretty good. I mean, like there's there's the motion based one where you're riding a little like tiny tricycle and you have to just move your uh. Your Joy-Con, like it's a weird little handlebar, like you're pedaling a tiny tricycle. There's one called Slapparazzi, where you're competing <laughs> to be like fo- uh, the center of a photograph. Like you're running around an arena, and like a shy guy comes up with a camera, and you fucking just like punch the opponents in the back of the head to try to get yourself in the frame, and whoever gets the most wins. It's like these are some fun games, and it's almost like wow, that's it. Almost feels antithetical to like Mario Party. To fucking have a game where you're punching somebody in the back of the head, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Usually, it seems more more party than that. Like, you got to roll a ball and bounce it. It's like, no, punch the opponent out of the way in this one. <laughs> like, all right, fair enough, I will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's cool. I, I definitely recommend it. It's uh, and you know, and that mega fruit board, it's fucking charming, man. And I, I really hope they update it with some uh, with some more boards because uh, you know, I like it a lot. 
and uh, you know, I'd like to have a reason to uh, to revisit it because I kind of kind of put it down. But I know that you know it's there to pick back up because yeah, seriously, man, my my fucking nephew just fucking loves it. He's such a shit talking little son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's a good thing the game makes me high five because like I would pound him into the ground like a railroad spike. That little bastard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, big fruits. Pancake games, you know, high five into discourage violence. You know, that's, uh, that's uh, I guess, Mario Party these days. So, Johnny, let's go to the calculating computer. Lightning round! What? All right, we're in a tie scenario, so I put together a very quick sudden death lightning round. I thought I have, you fucked something up. No, I have two lists in front of me. I have a list of Mario Party 2 minigames. And I have a list of Golden Age Looney Tunes titles. I'm yes! gonna give I'm gonna give you a title and you tell me is this a Mario Party 2 minigame or a Looney Tunes cartoon. Wait, Mario Party 2 game? Yes. You it's jerk. the only Mario Party game he's played. I mean, we should expect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, so okay. we'll start with John. Uh, Alright, John. Is this Mario Party 2 or Looney Tunes? Busy Bakers. Looney Tunes. Alright, that's correct. Uh, Jesse, is this a Mario Party 2 minigame or a Looney Tunes game? Uh, Looney Lumberjacks. Looney Tunes. Oh! Calculating computer activated. Computers. Art! <laughs> Just rubbing it in. Waka! Scoring complete. This game's winner is John Harrington. Hell yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> what a... That was truly a sudden death lightning round. That, that's the fastest we've gone. Um, I thought thank we you, retired John. that calculating computer sound. I'm so <laughs> glad we didn't. No, it's in the mix. <laughs> Not for long, though. It's really long. Good <laughs> God. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, what a game, man. What a, what a fun game. What a great win. I'm really hungry now for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh, you know, thank you, Johnny, for that for that lightning round for settling that tiebreaker. Because you know, I was gonna tell you to let Jesse win, but it's fine because uh, I think that he and I might be on the same page. Because uh, this is Game That Tune episode 149, and so for next week's episode, I feel like we got a pretty good milestone coming up. So I think there's no question. It's time for an episode 150 free play. Game that tune. Free play. Hell yeah, motherfucker. All I'm thinking about right now is, is George Lucas slamming his dick in a microwave. <laughs> Old school. I like it. Yeah. Jeez, it's been a while. Yeah. 
I think I have a newer one. Do you want me to play that one? Yes, please. Let's see what we got. Game that tune. Free play. You can't compare Fat Mega Man to 9-11. Free play! What? <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> I, forgot I, I forgot I made that one. <laughs> That's amazing. <sighs> I agree. So uh, it's a free play next week, gentlemen, for episode 150. Unbelievable. I can't believe we keep doing this, but I'm so glad that we do. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a good one. So yeah, get your picks ready. Get your, get your finest tunes. Bring your favorite games for next week's episode. And uh, man... Yeah, it's funny. I thought about going Pokemon games for 150. I'm like, no, there's not enough of those. Fuck that. So, <laughs> free place where it's at. I don't know. So, there's uh, a surprising amount of those. I know there are, but how many do we care about? Not enough. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Great game tonight. So much fun. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for everybody watching along live with us, uh, live every Wednesday night at uh, Facebook, twitch.tv, and youtube.com slash GameThatTune. We love you joining us uh, for our live show. Uh, find our Discord link at GameThatTune.com and join us in the chat room. We love you guys chatting along with us. Um, we appreciate you listening in podcast form. We're live, or, or our podcast comes out on Wednesday morning, and uh, we do a little, uh, little polish, a little post production on it. I think we, uh, I think we sound good, and we, we put a little music behind our, you know, discussion in case you want to tune us out and just listen to some more delicious <laughs> tunes. You know, if you can, more power to you, pal. But uh, we appreciate you listening. We're available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we appreciate everybody checking out Patreon.com/slash/GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives. We've got covered up from Jesse. We've got uh, occasional mixtapes. You're enabling us to do our 24-7 video game music live stream on YouTube. Um, we've got uh, GTT Gems. I still have an episode planned for this month. I just have to actually fucking record it at some point. It's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Uh, it must happen, quite frankly. But yeah, we appreciate everybody checking out Patreon. Exclusive access um, to live uh, tapings of our movie commentaries. That's another thing I should start mentioning. You get VIP access to our movie uh, movie nights because you know everybody else has to actually grab a copy of these shitty movies and uh, you know like sync up their audio and stuff. You just get access to the VIP movie stream, baby. You know by going to you know Patreon.com/slash/GameThatTune. You know five bucks or more a month, and you get fantastic fun stuff. And we really do appreciate the support. Uh, you're really helping us out. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, and our newest super fan, Bradford Stevens. So thank you so much, uh, all of you. This, you know, we really appreciate the support. And um, thank you for our request tonight, uh, David. Or yeah, it was a Dire Crow with the request tonight. Uh, always good for a fantastic request. Uh, he made his request through a Discord channel, so you can find us there and make a request. You can email us gamethatune at gmail.com. You can maybe catch us in the chat room on GTT Radio. Make a request there. Sometimes we listen to that. You can hit us up on Twitter at gamethatune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. 
And you can find Jesse Moore, the man I'm deferring to for bonus tunes tonight <laughs> on Twitter at... <laughs> Uh, Sega underscore legend. Yeah, so it was a tie, and, you know, I might have gotten the win, but I know Jesse's got the bonus tunes, so I'm curious to hear what, uh, what you got in mind for tunes, my man. So, recently in one of the Discord chats, uh, someone was talking shit about this fine and dandy, uh, song from the game Buck Bumble. Oh! So, so fuck that dude. Actually, don't fuck that dude because it was Mixmaster and he's pretty cool. Nah, he's alright. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but he was talking shit about this song. So, but get ready to buck bumble. Fuck yeah, man! We're, we'll see you next week for a free play. And around here, we don't stand for besmirching the name of Buck Bumble. Peace <laughs> out, everybody. What about now? It's time to rock with the biggity buck bumble. What about now? It's time to rock with the biggity buck bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot boot. Bump to the bass to the bass bass bass. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot. Bump to the bass to the bass bass bass. on like that. Yo Noid is copyright 1990 Capcom Company Limited. Pikmin 3 is copyright 2013 Nintendo of America Incorporated. MC Kids is copyright 1992 Virgin Interactive Entertainment. Star Ocean The Second Story is copyright 1999 Enix Corporation. Super Mario Party is copyright 2018 Nintendo of America Incorporated. It's time for an episode 150 free play. Friends. Oh, God damn it. Oh! <laughs> yes! Is that all we got right now? <laughs> Shit, hold on. I know I have something. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>